right, here we go again with another edition of the Goshen News Sports Podcast. Austin Huff speaking to you through the airwaves here. Evan Leepak joining me for yet another week of the Goshen News Sports Podcast. Thank you to everyone who listens on a weekly basis. We'd really appreciate it. Um, yes. That's that's really it. I mean, we've been having good numbers as of late. The ratings are up. The, reviews, the reviews are not, but the ratings are up. That's all that matters. Stocks are up. On our Goshen News Sports Podcast. Yeah. Should be very exciting. It's been very exciting times. We've had a lot going on. Um, for the second straight week, I am, we're not going to start with high school football. We had a big high school football week, for the record. But we're getting to that point where the other fall sports are really gearing it up. You know, we're like a week or two from sectionals. Girls golf's already done with sectionals. Mm-hmm. You know? So... Kind of wanted to give some shine to the other sports that we usually just kind of like zip through, you know? What other, what kind of shine? Moonshine? Definitely some yeah. moonshine. <laughs> Depends on what uh, county you're in in this, this city, but this area. But yeah, um, we have a number one team in this area currently. It may not surprise you who it is. Yeah, if you've been following along the rankings all year, they've been number two. Now they're number one. Uh, so Westview boys soccer team. If you ain't first, you're last, <laughs> and they are now first. They are number one in the newest coaches poll for Class One A. They are sporting a beautiful ten one and one record. It's pretty beautiful. All ten of their wins have come via the shutout. So basically, if you wanna, if Westview gives up a goal, they're either tying or losing. I guess at this rate. I don't know if that will hold up. I probably not, you know. But it's a fun fact right now. All of their wins have been shutouts. And other than the West Noble game, which was three to nothing, all of those other wins they scored at least six goals. Yeah. And a couple they scored double digit goals. So yeah. They're they're really rolling. They are. I've seen them play twice now. Once against Wallasey in the season opener, and I was there on Saturday when they beat West Noble to win the NECC tournament, which. You know, they ha- they didn't do that last year. West Noble beat them in the conference tournament. Um, so that was, if you were looking to like for vindication or something like, you know, that was it for them, I guess. They haven't had, a, they haven't had to be motivated a ton in the regular season, but that was probably one thing they did want to win. Their celebration was very subdued, as in they didn't really celebrate winning on Saturday. It was kind of funny, but it's like. Did you that, ask about that? No, but like. Half that team has won, you know, the big trophy. So winning the conference tournament probably doesn't hold as much weight as it's still a good accomplishment. No, it's still an accomplishment, but it's just, you know, it was funny to like they, they got the trophy handed to them and Muhammad Amir in the middle of the group, he just kinda went like, Yeah like with the trophy and like no one else started sell because it was like and Muhammad I think said, like, you know, you guys are supposed to celebrate when you win trophies like this and everyone was like, Yeah, whatever. <laughs> They have bigger fish to fry. They have much bigger fish to fry. Um, they're playing very well, led by Teague Meisner, the junior. Shocking. 24 goals, 10 assists on the season. Leads the team in both categories. He has been prolific his entire career, and he's keeping it going this year. Already the all-time program leader in goals scored, which we talked about uh, when he broke the record last week. Or two weeks ago? No, last week. Good yeah, luck. Two Good weeks. luck to anyone who, in the future. 
to you he's know gonna, break that he's gonna record. Re- <laughs> I almost said retire. He's gonna graduate with like 120 goals scored. He's at like 80 something right now. Because he's got a whole another year. Yeah. So he's gonna have at least 120. You would least, think, least, barring anything unforeseen, especially yeah, if forbid. you, especially if they make deep deeper playoff runs. Which they should, you know, they're going to be favored to win pretty much every game they play the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, Muhammad Amir following up 14 goals, good, good season for him. Nine assists too, you know. With um, the one of the few question marks Wes you had coming into this year for them was, you know, Jaden Yoder last year was a really strong number two producer of goal, goal scored assists, things like that. Like, so who was going to step up into that role? Looks like Muhammad Amir has stepped up into that role um, and doing so well. But, I mean, they have, you know, a bunch of guys who have at least, you know, three goals on the season. You know, Bodie Martin playing this year, three goals, eight assists in the midfield position. Um, story coming on him later this week, cheap plug. That is true. It's, so, in the, it's in the works. Yeah, I mean, they're doing really, really well. Um Obviously, Teague and Muhammad at the top, but they have so many weapons. I mean, one of their best goal scorers last year, Carson Brown, they moved him to the midfield kind of this year. You know, he's still an offensive weapon. He's not scoring Mm -hmm. as much as he was last year, but he still has five goals, five assists. So, I mean, they're really, really good. Like It's clear they're pretty solid on the back end, too, defensively, obviously. They have only given up five goals all season, and only to Class 3A teams, Mm -hmm. you know. So, like, they're really good. I think I, I joked with Coach Jamie Martin that their goalkeeper has to be the loneliest position in the area. Like, he does need nothing to do. Just stands there. 80 minutes. He's got 10 shutouts to his name, though, this year. So, I mean, congratulations. How many saves, though? That's yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to actually pull up those stats. But they are – I don't say this lightly. They might be better this year than they were last year. No, you think so? Yes. I mean, yeah. Talent-wise – Soccer. I mean, last year they were they were solid. They went eleven and five, right? And they they were they were good, but this year it just I don't know. It feels like it's a different level of it. They also have that championship winning pedigree, that experience, you know. Right. I mean that that does matter, mm-hmm. you know. So it just feels like this is a group that can go on a type of run again. I mean, soccer is probably the most fluky game where you can, you know, put 10 of your guys back on defense, right, and get a counter and win Mm 1-0, right? Look at Northwood boys beat Warsaw last week, 1-0, and then they lost to Goshen 4-1. Like, it's a fluky game like that. Goshen's good. Warsaw's good, too. Like, in theory, both of those should have probably been 4-1 losses for Warsaw or for Northwood, Mm -hmm. but... You can kind of play a style where if you get a goal and play good defense the rest of the way, like you could win a 1-0 game kind of fluky like that, you know? Yep. So you, it's really hard to predict, but like, man, Wesu leaves, you know, there's no room um, for like mis- mistakes against playing them. Like if you make one mistake, they're going to capitalize. West Noble had a really good first 25 minutes of the game against them on Saturday. And then, boom, 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 three goals in 11 minutes to end the first half. That was it. It's like, sorry. You just you let up you let up for even the slightest moment against them, and they're going to capitalize. They had their chance. Yeah. West Noble had that window to 
put a couple goals in the net. Couldn't do it. <clears throat> it was right there. It's just they're just um they're a machine. They're a machine right now. So uh by the way, uh the goalie for uh Westview, his name is Valentino Savesi. I think he's from Italy, just what Jamie was saying. He has uh, 28 saves on the season. So 28 mm-hmm. saves in 12 games, which means they aren't getting a lot of shots. I'm not good at math, but I was trying to average that. That's out about <laughs> just a little over two a game. Yeah. A little over two. A little over two, yep. So, That's correct. Yeah, they are. Um, What's he point. doing in India? In India? Indiana. <laughs> in India. Well, I don't know. I, I got to look into that. I That's to, crazy. Yep. He has, uh, yeah, he's given up. 2.3 shots per game. So, 33 total shots on goal, including the five he's given up in 12 games. Solid. I would say that's pretty good. And he has one... He's one for four on PK saves. Not, not mean. So, so three of the five goals he's given up have been on PKs. If I'm reading that, if I'm reading that right. Yeah, if he's one of four. Yeah, so he's given up three PK. He's only given up two goals in regulation, basically, like two real goals. How about that? It's just like you can't beat them. Where where do they? Where is their weakness? They don't have one. They don't have one right now. They got depth, offense, defense, and special goal teams, t- and goaltending, <laughs> and goaltending. So yeah, they're really really good. Um, another really really good team from our area right now, Goshen Boys Soccer. They are I haven't lost in over a month. They have not lost in over a couple ties. Couple ties sprinkled in there, but no, right? No. They lost their second game of the season to South Bend St. Joe, and they haven't lost since. It's impressive. Yeah, eight one and three overall. They were ranked thirteenth in the three A poll this week. They finally got ahead of Elkhart, who they beat in the first game of the season, but they've been ranked behind pretty much all year. Mm-hmm. Um, they look really good too. They have a chance to win the NLC this week. They play Wawasee. Excuse me. Wawasee wow. <laughs> and Warsaw at home this week. Wawasee is Tuesday night, so tonight. And then Warsaw, big one Thursday night. Warsaw is 11-1-1 overall. Their only loss was to Northwood, which was last week. Um, technically, Wawasee is still undefeated in NLC play as well. Yeah, They've they only played 500. two conference games. That's weird. Wawasee's last five games are all NLC games. The balance of that schedule is brutal. I don't know Not how that good. works out. But Wawasee has to play five straight NLC games to end the season. So, so yes, technically, like, in the loss column, Goshen and Wawasee are tied. But Goshen is first. Warsaw is second, really, right now. Mm-hmm. Warsaw, I believe, is, um, like, 3-1-1 one one in conference or 4-1-1 one one in conference. I don't remember. I did not write their. I know their overall record, but we're four and one in conference. I know they have the one loss, but Goshen has some intriguing matchups to end the season as well. I mean, they do. You got Marion and you got Penn. Kind of sets you up for the sectionals. Get you ready. Get you seasoned for that. Their schedule down the stretch is tough. I mean, Warsaw's a good, formidable. Warsaw's ranked tenth in three A. Formidable opponent. You know, Goshen obviously playing well too, though. So it's going to be. That's a toss-up game for the NLC, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, Goshen's only tie in conference is Concord. Concord just loves ties. They have four ties this year. So does Penn. They have five ties. Concord has played <laughs> all of the good teams to a tie, and they beat Northridge. So, good luck trying to figure out them. 
So I, I hope to God they're good at PKs because they're going to be playing ties and sectionals. They're going to be going to PKs a lot. I'm sure they've been practicing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Goshit's playing really well. Josh Cruz is having a really good season. I pulled up his stats one second. 18 goals on the season. Pretty good. He leads pretty the much has all their offense. The rest of the team has scored, like, 18 total combined. He's been playing really well. Um, Coven Drenth with eight assists leads the team in that stat. So, um, Arturo Hernandez, four goals, by the way, second on the team. So, yeah, what? I was talking to myself. My apologies. <laughs> I'm on the you're, computer. You're talking to the people. I'm on the computer. My apologies, people. We, uh, we, we, you're okay. It's fine. Yeah, yeah we won't yeah, hold yeah. it against you. I appreciate that. Thank so, you. So, yeah, we've, uh, those two teams right there, man. Elkhart, too. Elkhart's, uh, Eight and three, eight and three. Correct. They beat South Bend Riley last night, eight nothing. Mm-hmm. They were playing well, I and mean, they got blown up by Mishawaka Marion last week, so that was kind of a tough setback. But, but as we talked about, Marion seems to be up there. Only one loss in the season. You know how far up Marion is? They're number five in Class Two A. That would make sense. They're really good. Yeah. <laughs> in five yeah. A. Up. Yeah. 2A. Oh, you said 2A. 5A. You said 5 and 2A. Number 5. <laughs> not 2 and 5A. 2A. Yeah. 5A does not exist in, in soccer. No. Correct? It's only three classes in soccer. <laughs> it's only three. You're like, what is going on? I was very confused. Mr. Walker Marion <laughs> isn't 5A in anything. I know. So. Uh, I simply miss your, speak, miss, miss her Speaking you. of the 2A boys rankings, Northwood got in there at 20th this week. Big win over Warsaw. Gets some attention around the state. They slide into the last spot in the top 20. So You'll have to see that considering, you know, they had a tough one. Tough season last year. Yeah. It was a kind of a rebuilding year last in year between sure. two. Uh, they, their section, we will, we'll talk about more sectionals next week probably. Like more focused on the sectionals. But tentative, on paper, they are the favorite in their sectional this year. Mm-hmm. So... Freaking Max Preps. Max Preps, man. What about him? They just play those. I don't, you probably, the videos? Probably yeah. heard it. You probably heard it just a second ago. But they have those videos and they yeah. just pop up. And takes, I'm like, what's going on? And now it's probably it's probably in the pod. Takes over the whole. No, I didn't hear it. So it takes over the whole screen, right? View. Yes, it did. It's annoying. Um, Elkhart, 17th in 3A. Northwood, 20th in 2A. Bethany Christian, 11th in 1A. The Bruins keep on moving up. They were like 15th three weeks ago. Now they're 11th, despite being uh, 5 and 6. Five but and again, six. they play ridiculous talent. Like their losses are all against good teams. Mm-hmm. And they played, I mean, they only lost one nothing to Goshen. So, like, quality loss, I guess. They get, they get their shot at Westview here soon. Next that This, to me, best. Maybe the best rivalry in the area, Bethany Westview soccer over the last couple of years has been fantastic. Every matchup, really, really good. Especially the sectional finals that they've played. It was well, one nothing last year, right? Yeah, and yeah. Then the year before that, Westview won the sectional final in PKs. Yeah, Bethany was like three and twelve, but they still battled Westview really hard and went to P- like that. That is a game that both teams get up for. Mm-hmm. This year might be a little different. Like, Westview is just that good right now. But you know Bethany. It's at Bethany. You know people are going to be amped. So, 
Saturday night doubleheader, girls at 5 and the boys at 7, mm. over there at the new Bethany Christian so- Soccer Complex. Head over there if you're in the Goshen area. It's a nice spot. I might, I might just go as a fan. I might just take it in. On Saturday? Yeah. It's after cool. I cover tennis in the morning, just get done, swing on over, get a, get a pork burger, enjoy the views, enjoy the weather. It's I'd say the same, but you know, college football that day. Tough to uh, well, tough I'm gonna to watch t- Ohio State obliterate Wisconsin. I mean, that's not fun. Down. Uh, okay, let's talk about girls soccer too because they've got some good teams going on there as well. So, uh, Westview again in girls soccer, 13th in class 1A. They won the NECC tournament this past week as well. They are 9 2 and 2 on the season. I know we hyped them up early, uh, deservedly so. Yeah. They are a, a very fun team when they get going. They got two uh, a one-two punch at the top, Brianna Munoz and Paige Schwartz. Munoz, 24 goals, 12 assists. We might remember her as our breakout athlete of the year last year, Gosha News Sports Awards. She might be girls athlete of the year this Maybe. year. Maybe. You never know. <laughs> uh, Paige Schwartz, 15 goals, 4 assists. Kelsey Ward with 11 assists as well for this team. So they got some good balance. Um, they're another team that looks really good, and they're sectional. I mean, Bethany Christian is a good 1A team, but they've kind of been up and down a little bit. It feels like Westview should win that sectional, unless Zoe Willems and Mariah Stolzfus just have massive games. Like, they'd have to go off, you know? By a lot. I mean, they'd have to score their normal, like, two, three goals each. To give them a chance. Westview um, has solid defense, and they have depth similar to their boys' team. So yeah. That's, that's, it it's, sounds it's like you're difficult. like a broken record talking about both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, should be some fun soccer the next couple weeks over there in Emma. Yeah, they haven't lost in a minute either. Let's see. August 30th. Three weeks. Three weeks ago was their last loss. To? Argus. Tough one. Potential regional uh, opponent. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, they've they've just been steamrolling through everybody else. Angola, Central Noble, right? And their only other loss was to Goshen, who's really good. Goshen, segue, eleven and three. Yep. Miriam Ruiz Sanchez now has twenty six goals. She is one away from tying the all time program record. I'm gonna pull up who set that because I forgot to uh, take that picture, but I have it in my texts. Uh, Alyssa Trosper. Trosper. Trosper scored 27 goals in 2016. Miriam is at 26 right now. With tons of time. Hmm? With tons of time to go. She has plenty of opportunities, yes. Their next game is... Mm -hmm. Pull up the schedule. This is a dramatic pause. We love dramatic pauses on this show. We just love it. It's our favorite thing. What did, I, what did we do the dramatic pause on last week? Do you remember? Was it a moment of silence or something? No. We did do a moment of silence for the Queen. We did. Because we talked about the EPL very briefly. Yeah. They play Argus. Gosha plays Argus tonight. So she can get the record potentially tonight. Argus is only 4-4-3. Four, four, Maybe they play a difficult schedule. I'm surprised. They do. They're, they're like Bethany Christian. Argus plays everyone. They played Warsaw the other day. It's like, Jesus. Why would they do that? Just uh, preparation? For fun. 
Yeah, I don't know. It gets them ready for the tournament. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I mean, they're playing really well. They're, they're looking good. Um, their sectional feels winnable. Feels winnable. I know we'll talk about that more next week. Because hmm. um, the sectionals come out. Sectional brackets come out Sunday, yep. 7 o'clock. It's going to be the fourth quarter of the Bucks packers and you're going to have to be watching brackets come out, bro. It's all right. Andrea Diaz, by the way, 14 goals as well for Goshen and eight assists. She's tied on this um, assist there with May. I'd, her name, first name is showing, and I'm, I don't remember it off the top of my head. N. May, I apologize. I don't have the actual link. I just have a screenshot. N. May. N. May. <laughs> and Andrea Diaz, eight assists each. Here's the hoping... Bucks Packers game won't be close, so it won't matter while I'm watching the uh, sectional brackets be revealed. Yeah, you don't technically have to watch it. They put in a press release eventually, so they. Do I'm they, gonna watch it no matter what because I'm a loser. But do they do a show for every single every single sport? bracket? Every they did unified football last night, Monday night. They do soccer this Sunday, boys tennis next Monday, volleyball the following Sunday, football the following Sunday after that. I do remember seeing the press release for the Unified Flight they do, Football. They will put out a press release, so if you miss it, I'm going to watch it and tweet them out because I'm a loser, but you have to actually just write it up. So, Because I'm a loser. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, the Bears are going to lose to the Texans, and I'm going to need to direct, distract myself with something. It's so. not going to happen, man. They're going to win. I'm feeling it up. Northwood, girls 15th and 2A, by the way. 8-2-2 and two overall. I covered them on Saturday. Score the straw with Elkhart, the most exciting game of all. That's right. I don't know if you can tell the sarcasm, but um, yeah, I mean they're 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 trying to get some momentum going. Ariana Topping, their top player, she tore ACL. Well, we don't know what she actually got injured. Sorry, she hurt her knee to the point where she's in just basically pain management. People think it's a torn ACL. She doesn't actually know yet officially. She hasn't got the results back from the doctor. But she wears a brace. She's not 100%, but she's still playing out there. Can you so, tell she's not 100%? Yeah. I mean, she's not running as fast. She can't do as much horizontal movement, it looks like. Yeah. As much. Um, it seems It's difficult. not, like, noticeably bad, but you, you, if you've seen her play normally, and then you watch her play now, it's a little different. The guts. It's very gutsy. Be on the lookout, maybe, for a story about her in the future from the Goshen News. Yeah, for That's me us. as well. For me. <laughs> Did a lot of two birds with one stone killing on a Saturday. Couple features, couple game coverage. It was a, it was a productive day. As Just you killing said. it. You said it was a very productive day for me. Yeah. On a Saturday night, I yeah. remember. I was like, yeah, yeah can't, can't argue with that one, honestly. I just dropped my pen. I was going to try to write something. I dropped my pen. I dropped my pen. <laughs> Uh, all right girls golf hey hey, girls golf we are on our way to regionals yeah we have two teams and six individuals still alive northridge and concord sent their full teams through from the east noble sectional over at cobblestone northridge second with a 346 concord third with a 373 fort wayne carroll one with a 315 Carol's really, really good this year. Really, really good. Um, Carissa Dyer led Northridge with an 83. Madison Weaver led Concord with an 86. 
Fairfield was four shots short of third place. Tough. Tight. Tough scene for the Falcons, NECC champion Falcons. Um, but yeah, also from that sectional advancing to regional, Westview's Hope Har, 80, with an 80 as an individual. Mm-hmm. Mackenzie Maybe from West Noble shot an 83. And then Bailey Willard from Fairfield beat her teammate, Addison Mast, in a playoff to go to regional. That's got to be tough. It's a little awkward, I would say. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I don't know if I would talk to Bailey for a little bit if I was Addy. I mean, I get it. It's competition, but man, that's that's tough. The bus ride must have been a little weird back. Maybe they were like, you know what, it's whatever. They probably discussed it beforehand. Obviously, you want to win, but it's like we're not going to we're not going to make a big deal out of it. Yeah, what's the what's the message from the coach? Hey, congrats, Bailey. Yeah. Oh, Addison. Nice try, Addison. <laughs> Just give her a pat on the back. Sorry, Addison. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is awkward. Um, but uh, tennis is coming up, so just think about that. That's what I would have said to her. Yeah, yeah. Hey, this is that means you get an extra week of tennis practice. So yeah. There you go. Uh, you're going to be fine, Addison. Trust yes, me. There you, know. you go. You got your senior year. It's, it's, a, it's probably cooler for Bailey to go as a senior. Mm-hmm. So maybe Addison you know, threw it for the senior to go. She hit a bad drive on purpose. Yeah, she was probably happy. This is just BS. I'm not saying anything. This is just BS. Yeah, she was probably, I mean, she was probably happy for you allowed to say BS on the podcast? Well, it's not a bad word. It's not, but it's an insinuating a bad word. I said freaking earlier, so. Eh. I'm going to let it slide. It's my podcast, so I'm going to let it slide. Um, there you go. Yeah, and then we also had two individuals from Northwood Advance. They were at the Warsaw sectional at Rosella Ford, but they are going to the same regional as the others. Uh, Sophie Richmond with an 84, Riley Kitson with an 86. First time since 2020 that 2010. 2020. 2010. 10 that Northwood does not advance as a team to regional. It's kind of a big deal. It had to end at some point. That's a heck of a it run, did. if you I ask know. me. What a run. Six, six state appearances in that run. 13, 15, and then 18 through 21, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you had a sixth-place finish as a team in 2019. Sybil Stilson, four-time state medalist, or state, not medalist, four-time state, all-state mental attitude award. Bree Goss, great player there, too. Had a great career all-state. Um, yeah, I mean, they've been the standard bearer for the NLC and Michiana. Them and Penn the last four years, you know, 10 years really so it, it was decade it was due it was due to come to an end at some point but they could be back next year we'll see so but uh so yeah and then Elkhart's uh Savannah Krusemeyer I think it's Krusemeyer Krusemeyer yeah crucified she crucified <laughs> the golf course um Savannah Savannah C uh she's going to the regional she goes to the regional at Sandy Pines golf course in Lake Central on Saturday morning. She was the last person out. 108 was her score. She got out. Still counts. Hey, they don't ask how. Still a regional appearance. I'm, I'd still roll with it. Her senior year gets to continue. I'm happy for her. Um, everyone else goes to Noble Hawk Friday morning. Noble Hawk Golf Course for the regional in Kendallville. Um, I would be shocked if we got a team to state, if Northridge or Concord pulled it out, I would be actually shocked. My mind would be blown. No offense to either team, but the other teams that are going there are really good. 
Um, Northridge would have to shoot their best. They'd have to shoot a 320 to go, probably. We'll probably get Dyer or Rushley to a state, potentially, individually. Yeah, the individual, they only take two individuals to state. I remember it's cut It's cut down now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, Dyer, like, I don't know, Hope Horror? Like, it's going to be really tough. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really, really tough for any of them to get through. Golf's pretty cutthroat, man. This is like... Not enough. Not enough. I, mean, I know. Two, two, it just feels like we're... But, like, you got to remember, they're taking, you know, there's... Your phone's buzzing, by the way. It's picking up in the... Just keeps on going. You should probably silence Twitter it. notifications. Uh, yeah, I know. People tweet at us all the time. We're just so popular. That's what it is. It is. No, it's true. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to take a, a heroic effort for one of our players' teams to really make it. But, you know, it doesn't take away anything they've done this season. They've, they got to this point. So... Shall be interesting. Shall be. Shall be interesting. Shall be interesting it's been to another, see. It's been another fun girls golf season. Yeah. And, and almost in the books here. Yeah. Um, a season getting close to wrapping up as well. Boys tennis. It's a good segue. Segue. <laughs> you beat me to it. Uh, Goshen will enter the NLC tournament a perfect 19-0 on the season. 7-0 in conference. Have not played a 3-2 match, I believe, all year. It's either been 4-1 or 5-0 wins. The Red Hawks. Haven't been this excited about Red, Red Hawks. Hawks. More like Red team, Hot. Team in a minute. <laughs> Red Hot, Red Hawks. The Red Hot, Red Hawks. Say that five times five. That's fast. Your, that's the impact headline for the story this week. There you go. On Saturday when they win the NLC tournament. Good point. Red yep. Hot, Red Hawks. I will indeed be there for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they just... They're just so... That's just another team, man. They just... They don't have like a... A bad court, like they're all solid, consistent. Yeah, and then Pi Wellington's a beast at the one spot. He's only lost to Isaiah Hostetler from Westview, and Isaiah Hostetler is like the best player in the area. Yes, yes, easily. Yes, not easily, but he is the best player in the area. Yes, he's really good, and it was a third set tiebreak. I'm pretty sure that decided that. So like Pi Wellington's right there. Mm-hmm. So they're just they're deep at every spot. I don't know. Same thing with Westview soccer. It's like I just don't see if there's not like a court where they're, they're losing that one all the time. It's like it, they don't like really lose everyone, but it's like oh, I don't know. It's just it's impressive to watch. Northridge or Northridge going to give him a three-two uh, matchup in the <laughs> in the NLC tourney. Well, it doesn't really work like that, but yeah, individual it, tournaments. It doesn't. It's all individual. What? Yeah. So. Goshen, never... Goshen just beat Mishawaka on Monday, and they're in a probably pretty much playing all the Mishawaka kids again tomorrow, Wednesday in the first round. It's individual based. I feel like I've never, maybe I didn't go to this last year. You I went. It's the same out. as the girls. You've covered. You've covered this before. So long. Wow. Yeah. Well, here we are. Here we are. Me being um, shocked by something. I'm not surprised by that. That's, we should keep a counter. How many <laughs> times you're shocked by something? <laughs> Wait, they do a blind draw? Huh? Wait, they reveal the brackets? Every <laughs> sport? For every sport? Yeah, there's been two in this show. I just remembered that. Two. Um, they're really yeah. good. Westview is rolling again. 14-3. and three. 
Watch them play last week against Fairfield. They're good. Their single spots are really good. So, Isaiah Hostetler, we just talked about. He's really, really good, man. Garrett Stolzfus for Fairfield is a solid player, like a really solid player at number one singles. He gave him some hard, really hard points, games. It still ended up being 6-2, 6-2. What do you think of... You went to Fairfield's new courts, correct? No, it was at Westview. You, I thought... I saw some pretty new courts you took a photo at. I thought you were at the Fairfield ones. Nope. Huh. Nope. Wrong again. Just another wrong one. Nope. Fairfield, uh, all their courts are done. I, I saw them that. from a distance. They look great from a distance, but yeah. not close up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's nice that they have tennis courts. Mike Philbrin was like, I never thought that I'd see the day it happened either. Because I, I told him, like, yeah, I can't believe you actually got the courts done. He's like, Trust me, I've been here a lot longer than you have, and I didn't think it was going to happen either. So Mike Philbrun's quite the jokester. Love yeah. that guy, though. One of my favorite coaches in the area, I'll be honest. That's right. I agree. So, he's a good guy. Um, yeah, sectional draw for tennis, like we said, is this upcoming Monday the 26th. Mm-hmm. And then they begin the sectionals right away, Wednesday the 28th. Two days later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about them on the podcast next week. We will. It's going to be like our sectional preview extravaganza for the fall. We love that one. Yeah. We got to figure out if we got to bring a guest on for that. Probably. I think we probably I don't should. even know who I'd bring. Chuck Freebie. Yes. Remember we we brought, had Freebie on last time. We had Chuck Freebie on for the football sectionals. Yeah, and the microphones weren't working, remember? So we just recorded on my phone. That's right. We all sat as a round yeah, table. Yeah, a round table. We were trying to like get the mics. I don't know what was going on that day. But we were like, Chuck, we just got to record it on my phone. So here we go. Three, two, one. <laughs> Shout out Chuck Freebie, by the way. Great guy. Shout out, by the way, Bob Nagel retiring. Legend in this area. 33 years. At 43. 46. 43 years total in the business. Did Notre Dame women's basketball on the radio for a long time. 46 game of the week. An absolute legend. Shout out Bob Nagel. Love that guy. I just saw a thing that said 33 years at that specific station he was at. Yeah, he's so. he's been a he's been a he's a great guy. Everyone loves him. Mm-hmm. It was been weird. It's gonna be weird not seeing him at games. You know, when forty six rolls into the building, and he's not there, it's gonna feel strange. Have they already replaced him? He said he's done now, or is he gonna finish at the he's end of done. the season? Yeah, the sideline guy, Bo Hunt, he's been doing the color commentary in the booth with Chuck the last couple weeks. Okay, so Wonder how I noticed he does. I noticed it was Bo and Chuck at Northwood Concord. So. Where's the game of the week this week? I haven't seen Mishawaka, it. Warsaw. That makes sense. Yes. And then probably Mishawaka, Northwood, potentially. Maybe. I think they already have next week announced. I forgot where they're going, though. They have every week through week eight already ready to go. Well, that's a big miss on their part, then. Well, they don't want to do the same team two weeks in a row. Be a big game. So. Could decide the NLC. That's huge. Probably will. We'll talk about that in a couple minutes here. Uh, let's quickly run through volleyball. Um, not the best weekend for the Northwood Panthers, but that's okay. They played two really good teams. Lost Rio to both, but they're still 14-4 and four overall. Unfortunately, it's two teams that stand between them and semi-state, right. potentially. So, but Angola, like you've, like you've discussed in the, the recent past here, have yet to lose a set. 15-0, they've won 45 sets. They're 45-0 in sets. 
Well, that's probably not true. Because they probably have some two set attorneys in there. They have not lost an actual set, which is crazy. Yeah. That's like, that's dominance right there. They don't Mm -hmm. even think about, like, I wonder what the closest set they've played is this year. Because they rolled Northwood. It was like 25, 12, 13, 14. Like, it wasn't even close. Close. So. Yeah, I... You would think at this point, man, its end goal is regional to lose, but I guess we'll we'll let them play it out and see what happens. I mean, would you? I I said something about that earlier, and you're like, "Whoa, wait a minute, man." Yeah, I mean, they're the favorite <laughs> right now on paper, especially after this past weekend. But volleyball, yeah, not as weird as soccer, though. No, no, soccer is weird. Um, volleyball usually the best team wins. Mm-hmm. So, but. I mean, you know, we'll see. It, look, I, not that it'll, it shouldn't affect too much, but Northwood does host the regional. And getting them in their gym with probably a bigger crowd, more pro Northwood, that could that could make a difference. It could affect some things. The energy. The energy will be definitely different than playing them in Angola. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. We got a long way to go. We got many things that have to happen for us to get there. Namely, I mean Fairfield. Fairfield volleyball is playing well. They're they're thirteen and four. Correct. And they're in that same sectional with Northwood. I know Northwood beat them three one, but that was August twenty third. So both teams will be completely different. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Elkhart also rolling through the NIC. They're going to probably win the conference title um, after they beat Penn last week or two weeks ago. Um, they're sixteen and three overall. Took care of Northridge over the weekend. Sweep. Um, sweep, sweep, sweep. Yeah. I popped so, the pee there a little bit, my bad. Thank you. A little bit of popping pee. Popping pee. Um, yeah, they're playing well. And um, and then I have a note on our rundown. It says 10 of our 12 teams have winning records, but hard to gauge a lot of them. Like Goshen, Northridge, and Wawasee, notably. Um, obviously, Goshen... A lot of the wins have been against not great teams, but when you consider the fact that they were, what, 9-22 last year? So, and they're already at 14-8. and eight. I would take that improvement, regardless of who you beat. Yeah. Did you see something interesting on your phone there? Something? Super Sam mentioned me in a tweet. Was it a good tweet? It looks like it's about participation in basketball. Going down? Yeah. Hate to hear it. And he's replied being like, Austin Huff had a great story about this a couple years ago. Thank you. Did you? Th- yeah, I did. 2019. I just remember the series. We did some kind of basketball series. Yeah. And then in 2020, we took my story that I did by myself and expanded it more. Mm. So, across the whole company. So... Got some love from that, from what I remember, right? Mm-hmm. Like you might get some love on Friday. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> HSPA luncheon, 11.30 a.m. Friday. Could be an award-winning uh, journalist over here. Another one. Another Two time. Maybe. Or I'll get third place and be sad. It's fine. Still counts as an award, no? I don't know. I don't count it. I don't count that. No. <laughs> An award receiving, I'm not an award winning, 
That I win is first place to me. You don't win third place. Fair. You finish third place. You don't win third place. That's a bronze. Get a plaque. No, I get a sheet of paper for third place. The plaque gets first place. What about second? This has been HSPA talk. Uh, let's go back to sports. If you'd like to. I would like to. Yes, all of our volleyball teams. Not all of them, but even oh, some of them. West Oba went three and one this weekend at Tippy Valley tournament. So like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Who's good? I don't know. I feel good about Elkhart. I feel good about Northwood still, and I feel pretty good about Fairfield. Mm. Everyone else, we'll see. I don't know. ECA at the one A level, Bethany at the one A level too. I feel good about them. Mm-hmm. When they play the bigger competition, that's when they have their losses. But like, but at one A, that's all. They're, yeah, they're. Yeah, that sectional, hopefully the brackets work out where they are in that sectional final against each other. That'll be a lot of fun, ECA Bethany. Okay, cross country. Um, We had another big weekend of invites. The New Prairie invite is the biggest sporting event in the state, fun fact. Why? There's a bazillion teams that go there. 30? No, it's like... 50? Yeah, it's more than 50 schools. Wow. They split it up between uh, size, like... 30, almost like 25, 30 schools run in each class. So it's really like 90 schools. Like, there's a lot of people there. It's the biggest high school sporting event in the state. Hmm. Yep. 90, and, uh, 90 schools. And Westview's Noah Bontrager. He won the Class A race. Time of 16, 17. Best of the small school kids. Every week, we're somehow managing to mention Noah Bontrager. Just keeps showing up. He just He's just there. He won't get out of he won't get out of the way. <laughs> get out of here, Noah. No. Uh, yeah, Northridge had a good week. Uh, there, it's a good day too. Uh, there, uh, they were. Uh, pull up my pull up my results. Hold on. Results. The boys finished. I didn't save it. Dang it. I caught. Oh, there it is. Boom. Dramatic pause again. Boys finished seventh in class 3A. They didn't run. They split some of their runners. There was a freshman sophomore race mm-hmm. and then the, the normal varsity race. So they ran some of their top guys in the freshman sophomore race who are freshman and sophomore. They won the freshman sophomore title. So congratulations to them. Quite the strategy. Mm-hmm. I guess. I agree. Interesting. So, um,. Northridge boys 19th, Goshen 24th in the latest mm. rankings. No girls teams for us ranked. Hate to see that. Northridge Dang is still, it. they're still solid, but they're they're definitely not as complete without um, Emma Long. Just not having her has been tough. So, they have, they have a, the good three. Haley Heil came back. Temi Bayless is good. Um, Dakota Moore, Jack Moore's younger sister. She's mm. been having a nice year. Shocking. Um, yeah, I know. Just yeah. literally, it runs yeah, in the family. It runs, um, literally runs in the family. So, <laughs> love that. That was a good pun. Ba-doom-tsh. Come up with that one. Just I'm like, here all week. Did you just come up with that on the fly, or no. did you have that ready? I mean, that's no. It just, yeah. <laughs> just came to me. It was easy. It was easy. It's right there. You gotta take. It. Sometimes you gotta hit the single. Sometimes <laughs> just take your single. Stand on first base. It was out there dangling. You just had to grab it. Yeah. Had to grab it. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta. That's right. You gotta hit for average, okay? 300? You don't hit the home runs all the time. 
You're not Aaron Judge, you know? That man, has he broken the single season record yet? He's at 59. He's two away from tying Roger Maris for uh, the most in American League history. Okay. And the most by someone who hasn't been linked to steroids. It's because Mark McGuire had like 70, right? And Barry Bonds hit 73. Yeah. So Sammy Sosa hit 66. And then a couple years from now, it's going to be like, oh, Aaron Judge was uh, taking uh, yeah. HGH. Look so. at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. We went through all the other sports. Let's talk about football. High school football. This is a long podcast. This is the longest episode we're probably going to have all year. Well, until we do the sectional preview next week. Yeah. How long has it been? We are at 44 and a half minutes right now. I have not talked about football yet. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't take 25 minutes to talk about football. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. The big winners. Northwood. Where we had, three, we had three games going into this week that we were like, these are pretty much huge conference games. Mm-hmm. The big winners. Northwood, Penn, West Noble. Northwood, 42-21 over Warsaw in the NLC. Penn, 21-20 over Elkhart in the NIC East-West. And then West Noble, 33-7 over Fairfield the in the NECC. Battle of, big, what? battle of 33. That's right. Battle of Highway 33. It wasn't much of a battle. That was a bit of a surprising uh, result there. Looks like the injury to Carter Kitson... Was important. Yeah, it seemed that way. West Noble's defensive line and linebackers must have had a field day, obviously. Stopping that triple option. Played every year. So, yeah, used to it. <clears throat> yeah, that was a little bit of a surprising result. Um, I was not expecting that at all, honestly. Yeah. Um, Fairfield, you know, that if the kid's an injury, must be severe. I mean, it looks like he played a little bit based on the box score, mm-hmm. but he didn't nearly do as much as he used to. So if he's injured, like really injured, like that's tough for them. So Did you ask the Hall of Famer uh, Steve Croft you played? I did not. I just looked at the box score they sent me. It said Carter Kitson was... Big miss. So Big Brooks miss. Custer... They get Angola this week, who looks really good now, who, who's figuring it out. I don't know if they're really good, but they have... Took out West Noble. They're so. taking care of business right now, yeah. Angola beat Lakeland 40-21 to 21 this past week. Um, yeah, so West Noble 4-1, and one, and the rest of their schedule, very winnable games. Garrett, they have Garrett, Busco, Prairie Heights, and there's one other team in there that I'm... Oh, Lakeland. Yep. Garrett, Lakeland, Busco, West Noble are... Prairie Heights in that order. So, they have a chance to finish this off 8-1. and one. Your thudding is making noises. Sorry. My apologies. That's how you know Evan's doing research, at least. Or yeah. he's typing up something on his computer. It would certainly not be... Hey, make sure n- it's on silent. Not related to stats and such. Seth Pruitt, 124 yards rushing, three touchdowns. Big game. He was an Athlete of the Week nominee for us. Deservedly so. So was Wes Yoder from Northwood. And their 42-21 win over Warsaw. 217 total yards of offense. 113 receiving, 98 rushing, somewhere around there. Uh, Two receiving touchdowns, including a 59-yarder to kind of seal the game at the end. And uh, he was really good. It's amazing. Like, their whole team is just so talented. We've talked about it at nauseum, but... Skill positions, 
are up there. Best team in Northern Indiana, honestly. You can make the argument. It's them and Mishawaka at this point. Mm-hmm. So, like, they'll be, play next week. That would be a fun matchup. Yeah, Northwood gets a bye week against Plymouth this week. Oh. <laughs> fact. Just work on some things. It's like scrimmage and yeah, practice. You could, you could put the third stringer out there. Mm-hmm. I'll put me out there, quarterback. I don't care. I'll throw He's it around a little said, bit. I'll put me out there. <laughs> I, dude, if I could throw if I could throw to Natarian Tuggle all the time, I'd probably have some nice stats. You could throw a screen pass to him. That's it. You yeah. Hit him with a bubble screen. That works for me. Let him do the rest. Yeah. The, of the yard work. after. Hey, look. Yard after yards after catch are still passing yards for the quarterback. I don't care how it, how it's done. That's true, but you're not throwing the ball 40 yards down the field, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, we're, we're only running slants and bubble screens, okay? I can throw it 10 yards with the pads on at this point. That's about it. That's all you need. Yeah. Uh, let let kudos, your athletes make big plays. That's what kudos to, to Northwood, though. Quick note about that game. like First series of the game, Owen Raider throws a pick. Warsaw goes right down three plays later, scores touchdown. Looks like this is going to be a route for Warsaw. Northwood comes right back, scores. Warsaw scores. So it's like 14-7. Looks like it's, you know, okay, Northwood shows some life. But they, from that point on, they just took over. Their defense was great. Ethan Ethan Evers was everywhere. Like, this is a game made for Ethan Evers defensively. Just mm-hmm. everywhere, making tackles on that triple option. Offense finally settled in. Um, Northwood looks every bit as of their ranking, number four in 4A this week. They look the part, man. They're really good. They're really, really good. And they get Mishawaka in two weeks. Mishawaka plays Warsaw this week. So Mishawaka's got a tough game mm-hmm. going into Northwood. So well, Northwood's just chilling. This three-week round robin basically to determine the NLC champion. Northwood wins over Warsaw. Mishawaka-Warsaw this week. And then Northwood-Mishawaka. Mishawaka-Warsaw is intriguing based on both teams having that triple option game, offense. Game should be done by 845. Yeah, it'd be a quick one. Yeah. Blink and you'll miss it. Unless, um, unless there's a lot of penalties and there's no flow to the game, which is also possible. See, yeah. Seen that happen. And then Elkhart, tough one point loss to Penn. They were in it the whole way. They actually led most of the game. They were up 20 to 7. Uh, Penn comes back, wins the game. Back to back touchdowns in the third quarter. Take the lead. No no points scored in the fourth, though. Kingsman and Lions. I mean, that two really good teams. We talked about that sectional at nauseum a little bit, too, but. Fort Wayne Carroll's really good, and, you know, so is uh, Warsaw. I mean, they're still decent. It wasn't the best performance for them this past week. If the worst team in your sectional is Warsaw, it's a good sectional. Mm-hmm. So, hot take. Yeah, and then uh, Chad Epley beat his old head coach. You were there. The Wogeman Bowl. Wogeman. Wogeman. Okay, it's Wogeman. close enough. Tomato, tomato. Wagaman, Wagaman, Wagaman. Lee Pack, Lepak. Sorry, tomato, Tom. tomato. That's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Pack, Lepak is tomato, tomato. Lepak. Um. Yeah. Goshen. Oh, you want to talk about Goshen first? Okay, go ahead. No, just like take 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 the lead on this game. I've been talking a lot. Yeah, Goshen, man. They did a good job in that first half. They really shut down Northridge's offense. I was impressed with the effort. But unfortunately, Goshen, as we know, they don't have a JV team, or they don't. They don't have a. That's correct, right? Yeah, they only have a freshman team, no JV. Correct. So the depth is already bad. They have a bunch of players that Tom said 
probably should be on a JV team. They shouldn't be varsity level quite yet. And then the depth just isn't there. And then you, when you put together that with injuries, they had three or four or five starters out with injuries, and they lost a couple during that game. So I think that's what really wore them down the second half. But kudos to them. They're, they're up late in the second quarter, 10-6. to six. But unfortunately, the thing that really killed the, the momentum for Goshen going into halftime was – Northridge going down the field 70 yards in under a minute. They're getting they get a touchdown as time expires. Last play of the first half, technically, because they they did a you know the extra point that they didn't get. But uh, they go up 12-10. They're ahead. The Raiders are at halftime. A little bit of momentum. Then they get the ball. First possession, second half, and they just roll. They outscore the Red Hawks 20 to nothing in the second half. The Red Hawks offense was uh, a bit anemic, couldn't score, penalties at times killed them as well. Kate Carrington, like you said a minute ago, he ended up with four touchdown passes over 300 yards passing. Both Jeff Rowe Hostetler and Kate Sines had over 100 yards receiving. Kate Sines had a couple touchdown catches. Tyrese Thomas was back. He had a touchdown pa- touchdown catch former, as well. Former Chicago Bull, <laughs> Tyrese Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's his 30, name. Thirty-eight years old? No, it's Ty- you're right. You're right. I was going to say I don't even it's know. Tyrese. It's but Tyrese Russ was the Bulls player. I said Tyrese. Yeah, I know you were right. I just, don't throw it just me sounded off like, like Tyrese Thomas. Ty Thomas. They traded him for Lam- they traded Lamarcus Aldridge for Tyrese Thomas on draft day. I didn't even I didn't know Tyrese Thomas even existed. And well, now in, you know. In, in two thousand five, fourth overall pick, NBA draft. In the NBA, I had no idea. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, Northridge. So. Had to stop by Goshen um, Saturday morning. The they're not they're not bad. Like, I don't think they're like atrocious. Like there's been worse Goshen teams here in recent years. They've been snake bit by depth issues they just don't have and depth. injuries. Right. Yeah. Like four of their five games, they have played well in the first half. They haven't really been blown out. Air quote, except Mishawaka. Like they were. Up 14 nothing on Fairfield. They were up 7 nothing on New Prairie. People forget that almost. Led Wawa <clears throat> see at half. And they were one second away from leading Northridge at halftime. Like 12-10, it was right there. Mm-hmm. They had four games at half that were right there for the taking. And they just haven't been able to finish them because they don't have the depth. Everyone's tired by the fourth quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. And they just the other the more talented, deeper teams take over. Yep. So, if they had more depth and you know, maybe they would be maybe they'd be 2 and 3. Maybe they would maybe they would close out the game with Northridge this week or maybe they don't lose the Fairfield game. Maybe they're 3 and 2. When you're when you're losing starters like Alford, no Alford. Alford, yeah. Aldridge. Aldridge. Aldridge, Ryan Aldridge. Offensive line. He was he was scooting around on a scooter. That's not Guess good. He broke his foot. Hopefully he's good for basketball. Broke his foot, so we'll see. I think it was a foot injury. It looked that way. I don't think it was an ankle. Could be wrong. Whatever. But he hurt I, something below his knee. Something below his knee. He was scooting around. So, yeah, I don't... Was this late September? I think he'll be back at some point for basketball season probably, but right. may, maybe not the beginning of the season, though. Yeah. Anyway. I, I think Alf, Alford broke... Didn't just broke... Hurt his knee. His knee was wrapped up after the game. Did something to his knee. And he's a big basketball player, too. So, for yeah. Them. <clears throat> so, 
Uh, Michael Wolford sweating it out a little bit. Yeah, he he doesn't love to see that. I'm Already sure. doesn't have Drew Hogan. <laughs> yeah. So, um, he's probably happy to see Weddle on the uh, as a as a fan, not on the. Yeah. Well, not, Weddle, Weddle's playing unified football. He's helping out the unified kids. So hope to God he stays healthy. <laughs> really? Yeah. I saw pictures of him from Brandon Vici last night playing the unified football. Huh. A uh, couple other football scores: Jimtown now in control of the NIC North South, beat Bremen. 35-17. Friday night. Big rushing game. I got the stats. One second. Okay, maybe five seconds. Sam Garner, 166 yards rushing on 18 carries. Connor Watts, 133 yards, three touchdowns, 20 carries. Uh, they had 351 yards rushing as a team, Jimtown. So good performance from the Jimmies. Mm-hmm. They've won three in a row. Turned it around. The rest of their schedule is embarrassingly bad. They'll probably win out. So, congratulations. Clap it up. Yeah. And honestly, the sectional looks like... It's open. They could take that, too, because Marion's down. We won't talk about football sectionals until we get closer to them. We won't do that next week, but... Yes. We'll wait a couple weeks for football sectional, but yeah, it's looking like it's pretty wide open. See it. Um, and then shout out Concord. 16 nothing win over Wabasee. The Minutemen. Second victory of the season. They're uh, the week six schedule for our coverage area. It's a little tough. Leaves a lot to be desired is what I wrote down. LOL. LOL. With the laugh. With an LOL. I don't know why I threw that in there. You just love an LOL. Okay, well, I, I mean, I was laughing out loud when I was typing that out. <laughs> LOL. Uh, you know, Mr. Walker Warsaw, big game, but we don't cover those teams. Um, but Goshen at Concord, Wallace at Northridge, Northwood at Plymouth, Garrett at West Noble, South Bend Clay at Jimtown. Woo! <laughs> Elkhart at St. Joe. And um, Fairfield at Angola. There's our games. Off the top of my head, right there. That was impressive. Thank Just you. Like, boom, boom, boom. Thank you. I looked at the schedule enough being like, this is gross. Which games are we covering? That's pretty much why I remembered that. So, if you're wondering, we're covering Goshen at Concord. Wallace C at Northridge, Elkhart at St. Joe. All meh games, but I am kind of intrigued by the Goshen Concord game. I'll not lie to you. First one to ten wins, it feels like. Take the under. The offenses have been struggling for both teams. Okay. Let's throw it to our good friend, Dante Stanton, with the Maple Leaf Minute. We mentioned Drew Hogan. He had a big week for the Maple Leafs once again. So uh, here we go. Dante, take it away. Reporting from 91.1 The Globe, I'm Dante with your Maple Leaf Minute. Starting off with men's and women's tennis, both squads traveled south to Indianapolis on Tuesday. The men's team went 0-2 on the day, while the women split 1-1 with a win over Grace for the first time since 2006. Both teams were back at home on Friday as the women captured a 5-2 win, and the men won 6-1, both over Judson University, a non-conference opponent. Men's tennis capped off the long weekend at home on Saturday with a 4-0 loss to Cardinals Rich. Women's volleyball had a tough week, losing at home in a sweep 3-0 against the University of St. Francis on Wednesday. They were back at it in conference play against Iowa on Friday, losing 3-0, and stayed in the Indianapolis 
Indianapolis area through Saturday, falling 3-0 to the nationally ranked Marion Knights. It was a short week for the women's soccer team after their game against Olivet College was canceled, and the women ended in a 0-0 tie against the undefeated Lords Grey Wolves on Saturday. Men's soccer got both of their games in, losing 3-0 on Wednesday on the road at Georgetown College, and then 2-1 in the second match of the home doubleheader on Saturday against Brescia University. Finally, men's and women's cross-country capped off the week in impressive fashion, with both squads finishing first out of five teams at the IU Kokomo Invitational. Both wins marked the first time since 1996 that the men and women won an Invitational on the same day. My name's Dante, and that's going to do it for your Maple Leaf Minute. Tune in next week for more Goshen College Athletics. And uh, thank you, Dante, for that update. Drew Hogan, man, he's just dominating. Of course he is. Of course he is. The hometown hero, if you will. Yeah. And uh, good luck to the men's tennis teams playing in the conference tournaments. Girls tennis, women's tennis, first time ever playing in the Crossroads League tournament since its inception in 2011. Men's team is the five seed. So. Watch out. Who knows? Does that sound like thunder to you? I don't know. I couldn't really hear it. That's good. Um, Loud. Notre Dame. They won a game. Barely. In football. Skinned their teeth. Kind of. It was close. Yeah. Literally, last play of the game. Man. After it looked like Notre Dame had won it twice. Some They still haven't had a turnover. Their defense. That's tough. They should have had, had like a two couple. of them. Yeah. They had two of them in the last minute, and then neither of them counted. Yep. Clarence Lewis picks off Jack Plummer. You're like, this is over, you know? But then J.D. Bertrand gets called for targeting. Which, it was a good call. Not not a bad call, it was just bad luck. So, Cal gets second life, and then they drive in Notre Dame territory. And then Jack Plummer's under pressure, which he was most of the game. Especially in the second half, Notre Dame at 6 sacks, which is pretty solid for them. They have a veteran defensive line, that's what you'd expect from them. But Jack Plummer gets pressured, he gets sacked. It looks like maybe he fumbles the ball. Tyreek Bracey picks it up and runs it all the way back for a touchdown. Everyone's going crazy. But then, under review, takes a look. They, they go under the hood, if you will. They take a look at it, and uh, his knee was down. Even if you, his knee wasn't down, it was a forward pass. But Calligan gets another chance there. Plummer throws it 40 yards into the end zone on the last play of the game. And instead of knocking the ball down like you're supposed to, if you're a Notre Dame defender, gets just knocked there. There, you can see all three, four, three or four of them are trying to like catch the ball, like they're not trying to just knock it down. And then the ball goes up, and it goes right into the hands of a Cal wide receiver, and he bobbles it, and he can't quite bring it in. Notre Dame survives, 24-17. Marcus Freeman, first win. He uh, certainly breathed a big sigh of relief after that one. He certainly seemed a lot happier in the press conference room afterward. But, man, imagine if that Cal guy had caught that ball. It was, like, in his lap. Yeah. It was in his lap. How did he not catch that? And if he catches it, I wouldn't be shocked if they go for two and try to win, honestly. Yeah, I don't think Notre Dame wins if, if they catch it. Either either Cal would go for two and win it, or they'd go to overtime, and I think Cal would have won in overtime. <sighs> that would have been completely backbreaking. Could you soul crushing? Uh, you thought Marshall was bad, <laughs> like oh yikes. man, they would have the entire team going off the field storming and trying to like not do the alma mater. It was just Jared Patterson last the, week. The only guy doing the alma mater would have been Manti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Manti yeah. Tail. Hey, let's bring him back out. He was back. 
get another cheer from anti. But yeah. Notre Dame, it seems like they did things in this game that we thought they were going to be able to do the whole season. They got pressure on the quarterback, mm-hmm. and they ran the ball offensive fairly line well. well. Yeah, the offensive line played well. In the second half, at least. Yeah, the offense, well, the first half was a joke because putrid. But Four like, straight three now. They finally like did things that we thought they were going to be able to do the whole season. So it took them 10 quarters to figure it out. Drew Pine was all right. They um, He didn't start out great, but the second half he did pretty solid. He ended up with two touchdowns. He only had 150 yards passing, but two touchdowns, no picks, you know, no, no turnovers, so that was nice. Just don't mess up. Yeah, when you have guys like Estime and Chris Tyree had 76 and 64 yards apiece, Estime had a touchdown run. A touchdown run dove into the end zone from the one, basically. Still counts as a touchdown run, I suppose. It is. So... Yeah. Drew Pine is basically, I mean, he's a game manager. Mm-hmm. Don't mess up. Don't do anything stupid. You know, you're not going to really be asked to win the game, but you're going to be asked to not lose it. Just do your bleeping job, in the words of uh, Tommy Reese. Yeah. The immortal words. <laughs> do your bleeping job. <laughs> Except was, he didn't say bleep. That was um, a great, uh, great video that was circulating on Twitter. Yeah. Shout out the NBC crew for getting that shot. Um, so, yeah, that, now they go into a game with North Carolina. The, I don't even know. Ugh, I don't know how to pick this game. North Carolina is a great offense, but a bad, bad, bad defense. It's the movable object and the resistible force. Notre Dame's offense versus UNC's defense. I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I would stay away from that one. It's, a, it's a pick them, and then the over-under, it's like, what, you know, it, it's, it's, I think both teams are going to score, obviously. Maybe, I think it'll be a close game as well. Maybe both teams in the 30s. Something yeah. like that. 28, 31 28. Somewhere something, around there. Something like that. 35 31. I like that. 35 31. I don't know if Notre Dame's going to win, but they certainly have a good chance. It gets a little tougher after that. They get a bye week, which is good, I suppose. Yeah. Then they have to go to Vegas, BYU, who looked not great against Oregon, but BYU I think is still good. Yeah, better team than Notre Dame at this point probably. Yeah. Um. So yeah, good luck forecasting that Notre Dame UNC game. It's going to be a wild ride. Can't wait to uh, see it firsthand. Yeah. On my computer. Yeah. On the television. That was thunder. If you hear that on the podcast, we have thunder in the area. I didn't even know it was supposed to rain today. Interesting. Sure as heck sounded like thunder. Oh, it's raining. Yeah, you can hear it. We can hear it. You probably at home listening to like, what are they talking about? Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else? You want to talk about anything else? Not really. I don't either. It's been a long one. <laughs> it's been a long pod. With you, my friend. <laughs> and I'll tell you all about it when well, I hit the stop button. It was a great serenade. Oh, Everyone's going to love that one. They're going to be like, wow, this is the best oh, part of the whole pot. Stop it right now. It's over. <laughs> You're drawing it out now. Sectional previews for tennis, both soccer's. Next week. Yes. 
and cross country maybe there's not really a preview there but we'll just do this we'll commit to the soccers and tennis next week for sure the week after that we'll do the volleyballs volleyball volleyball, <laughs> volleyball. sorry <laughs> men's volleyball is an emerging sport in this state okay it'll be here one day and I'll tell you all about it <laughs> when me and you when me and you are still here in uh, 20 years we'll be talking about uh, men's volleyball and we'll do it on the Ghost News Sports Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Good night.